0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the L-E-G-I-O-N-P-O-D-C-A-S-T. I'm Murray, and this week I am an officer of fruit flies, (laughs) flying random uglies, invading the full landscape in every space. It's it's not the season, it's the middle of winter, and even though winter is warmer than usual, it's not fruit fly season, but... No. We've got them, like, they're kind of, like, hovering around the kitchen, and we deal with them in that spot, and then we go to the window, and they're hovering around the window, and then we go to the front window, and there's even more there, and we cannot, we've had them for, like, weeks, and we cannot, for the life of us, figure out where they're coming from, what's causing them, because we don't have, like, there's no, like, fruit out for them to be, <laughs> for spontaneous them to be I, ah, I, well, yeah, I guess today we finally figured it out. I, I went to get groceries today, and I went into the front hog closet, and it was like that scene in Aliens. I think it's Aliens, where you look up on the ceiling, and there's like all these little alien pods just hanging on the roof, drip, drip, dripping.
1: Yeah,
2: that's
0: what our roof was. It was like a a, a moving roof of. Of fruit flies. Oh, <laughs> Just, oh it was oh. gross. And on the floor was like a bet. We had bought some potting soil that we were gonna do some planting with, and we had opened it. And I think that's where all the fruit flies came from because it was it was <sighs> filled too. Anyway, the potting soil is now sitting out in the snow, and the fruit flies are hopefully. Now that the now that the fruit fly host is no longer here, I'm hoping the little baby fruit flies have their lifespan and then expire quickly.
1: Yep.
2: <laughs> and speaking of which, I have a bag of potting soil that I picked up over the weekend from Home Depot. I'm gonna, I'll bring it back.
0: I'm just going to set that on fire. <laughs> oh my! <laughs> Good plan. Good mm. plan. So that is me. I am dealing. Fruit fly infestation. Gross.
3: It's gross. Gross. Well, I'm uh, I'm taking a strategic approach, I think, and um, and uh, and you know, uh, we were talking, folks, just before we started recording about uh, the geo-blocking of content, and uh, <laughs> and so my strategy. I am the chief games master of backgammon, blocking any content kills it geographically and makes me overly negative
0: (laughs) and I don't like to be that way
3: at all this (laughs) geo-blocking stuff um, is ridiculous, especially um, you know, our specific case uh, involves a show that does make its way over here. Oh, oh, and as they tell you all uh, frequently throughout the show, you can listen to the podcast. Listen to the podcast. You should listen to the podcast. Why aren't you listening to the podcast? Well, I'll tell you why we're not listening to the podcast. <laughs> it's because, uh, unlike the show, it is geo blocked. Ridiculous. We don't They're, need your numbers. Their precious, precious words are too good for anyone across the border. <laughs> We don't, they don't want your numbers. No, Oh, gosh! Heaven forbid we uh, we have we have other people listen to it and and uh, um buy the products that we advertise or or worse, <laughs> tell other people about it and spread the word.
0: You monster! It took them twenty years to let Canadians on the show. So
3: <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and um, and one of them won fairly quickly. Two of them
0: won. Two of them. Two. Oh my!
3: Oh yeah! Very quickly, Say oh, yeah, that's why they don't want you taking over the podcast. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: Fair. there's another Canadian on the show this season, and I'm nope, crossing my fingers. I'm crossing my fingers. Nice Anyway. If you can read between the lines, folks, you'll you'll figure out what we're <laughs> what we're talking yes. about. But uh, <laughs> I hear you. <ya. laughs> stupid, stupid. Dumbo. Anyway, that's me. That's Paul.
2: And now me. I'm out. And yay! This year, I was fighting <laughs> the agents agents of Spoon. Stupid Spoon! Piece, Stupid piece of structing nonsense. So <laughs> our. The fridge we bought a couple of months ago. It's one of the ones with the bottom freezer, like you pull out like a drawer. Yes. yes. So picked up groceries yesterday. Went to put groceries in the freezer. Freezer, we're not shut out of the way. Why? Is something wrong here, something wrong there. We And ended up 10, 15 minutes later, everything is out of the freezer. We're like trying to take the parts of the drawer apart. We can't figure it out. We're looking all over, retrying, flip this, tie that. Okay, try that, pull this around, rejigger that, finally find it underneath the whole damn thing we have no idea how it got stuck there there's a spoon no idea how long it's been there or how it got there somehow but somehow it got stuck to the bottom of it oh and now is jamming the whole damn thing
0: the dogs blame the dogs it's always the dogs
2: i mean i do i mean i think it might have been my fault because when i was I'm packing my lunch from work i was putting <laughs> the freezer ice packs away and i heard something make a clanking noise like a week before <laughs> and i couldn't find it and we realized that might have been the spoon that I got stuck to it but like how did it get how did it fall inside and somehow get outside a week later <sighs> we can't figure that out
3: yeah oh yeah <laughs> that's brutal
2: i was like come on damn it shut oh no I was like, I was ready to get on my, you know, get on my back and start kicking. I'm like, just close, damn you, close.
3: Oh man. Yeah, yeah, that the, the, those things can be finicky for sure.
1: Stupid, stupid thing.
3: Yeah.
0: It was a tick when I needed him. Spoon.
3: It's the good spoon, at least. Yes, <laughs> I got the, the good bad spoon. spoon. The one that's not stuck on, the, yeah. Yeah, there's two sides to every spoon. Good side, bad side. Yeah, yes. Good spoon, bad spoon. Like the Schwartz. Like, like the Schwartz. <laughs> this is a discussion that 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 I have. This is not the first time that has come up in conversation in the last two days. How spoons are like the Schwartz? <laughs> no, just wow. the, no, just the Schwartz in general. You know, and uh, well, uh, that that makes and, sense. You know, it's out this week, right?
2: On Hulu. Well, hopefully, I don't know if you guys.
3: Will. I don't know if it's up. I uh, I don't know where I don't know where we'll get to watching. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. Don't don't get me started. Um, oh,
2: okay, um, never mind. But I'm
3: sure some. I'm sure someone's going to pick it up, um, if they haven't already. And um, I, I was listening to um, uh, Crooked Media's doing a uh, um, making history podcast, which is just like yeah, interviews with all all the people involved, Ooh. and. Um, and so, yes, looking forward to that. But but yes, the Schwartz came up because we were talking about um, lightsabers and, you know, how they know where to stop. And, um, you know, because it's like a light that only goes up to here. Mm-hmm. And so so this was a discussion that we had yesterday. And then, uh, and then of course, as inevitably happens when you when because the answer is always, well, it's the force. It's like, oh. <laughs> and uh and so yes yeah, so so then then we turned that to the to you know well I, or 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 even more importantly the schwartz <laughs> so uh,
1: schwartz.
3: uh so uh space yeah you know for space balls to come up it is uh it, it it well i don't i don't know that it's ever really taken a lot to uh manage to weasel in a uh a space balls reference to anything <laughs> uh sci-fi no not hard at all. I mean, I mean that's a, a it's a, it, it, it it's a, you know it, it is a uh, Venn diagram that covers much. So
0: yeah, absolutely.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> all righty, all righty, all righty. I got nothing fancy, but Rebels number four is hanging out here,
3: yes. waiting
0: to be chit chatted about. So Indeed. let's dive in.
1: Right. I guess I'll, you did
2: last time, Murray. So I guess I'll do it. Sure, man. All right, Rebels number four. And on the cover, we have—I don't remember if she was given a name in the last issue, but it's Astrid or Astrid, whatever her name is—flying out the really pale-skinned woman that looks like has like Lobo facial features. Yes. Like, all around the eyes. Mm-hmm. And she's flying out at us with a bunch of, like, hawk people from Thanergar, all with starros on their faces.
0: Mm-hmm. And these stars look kind of creepy. They do. Yeah. They I, look I think like it's the lack zombie. of the color. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: It's the lack of color in the staro, because it's just, like, gray with just the, the yellow in the center. It's not, like, the red, white, and blue color
0: that is true they look very zombie zombie starro.
2: yeah and so our story starts off in antarctica at the Slabside maximum sorry. security penitentiary
3: sorry i just want uh the, the cover i yes. believe is ed bennis i think oh, it is yeah yeah, yeah you're right yeah and i, see an I can't read um uh, hunter it looks like someone named hunter is the inker but then i see Bennis's signature again, so I don't
0: know. Uh what does it say? Ed Bennis and Rob Hunter cover. Oh, okay. There we go. Okay. You beat me too. Good.
2: Yeah. Sorry, I didn't realize the fact it was some different artist. Yeah, great cover yeah it's pretty cool so we're back to well i guess this would have been was he still doing birds of prey at this time i know he's doing covers for that Um, too.
3: he might have been off that by this point like we might have already been into the um was now did did he how long did he he did the book for a while with gail right yeah 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 god that was good and uh and but i think we might have already we might have been moving into uh into the nicola scott era by this point
2: oh you're right you're right and this might and this was would have been near the end of that first run anyway because blackest night's gonna come up in a couple months
3: oh yeah and that's where they
2: brought back the book with hawk and dove as part of it
3: because i feel like she started like in maybe 2007 2008 somewhere in there i i I could be wrong and uh and but that seems like around the 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 time frame because I, I remember she was at uh she was sitting at a table next to uh gail at one of the paradise cons and so that places it in a specific time um and she was giving uh there, there were there were uh, some younger kids there who were asking about you know getting into art and she was giving them a master class uh, on it, <laughs> and um, and so so yeah, I think she would have been because I, I I don't know that I'd ever heard of her before before Birds of Prey. Um, this might have been a period where bennis was just uh, where he was kind of doing a whole lot of stuff. Um, like I think he was doing a lot of design stuff as well.
0: Yeah, maybe like if yeah. he was on Justice League for a while too, and that was after.
1: Actually,
2: um, I just looked it up. Birds of Prey had just ended the month before.
1: Wow. Okay.
2: It wasn't even either. It was. Uh, I'm assuming Anthony J. L. Bedard is Tony Bedard still.
3: Yeah. Yeah. And yeah Claude yeah.
2: Saint Aubin is the penciler. So.
3: Right. Yeah. And he he um like I remember him drawing uh like Captain Canuck in the early '80s. Oh wow yeah yeah because i I had picked up an omnibus um around this time actually, and because uh, i was I remember like looking at these issues and just like because I, I think his art is stunning in this and um and then i I remember picking up that uh that the, all those old um uh, captain Canuck's uh, stories and seeing his name there, and it's like, okay, that's why it seemed familiar, but you know, I, I hadn't seen this guy's art in forever, and I mean, this is just—you uh, know—this has some of those, those, you know, kitson esque moments, and um, like it feels, it it feels like sort of middle period uh, Legion as well.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. I get that for sure.
2: Yeah, I can get the, I get that feeling. I'm looking yeah. at like Amon Hawk's character, like the way he looks. Exactly. Yeah.
3: Yeah, no, it's just it's just uh, it's it's a really refreshing look uh, because he he does really expressive faces. Yeah, it feels like
2: it's like a mix of Kitson with um. Oh my God, why am I blanking? Uh, McGuire.
3: Yeah. Thank you. I see that totally. Yeah.
2: Yeah, I'm looking on like what is it page three, the last mm-hmm. panel, the the two faces, like their faces there. That's like
1: yeah, so McGuire. What
3: I, yeah, yeah. Oh, God, yeah, the guy who looks like Mr. Roper. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, You're laughing because you all see it. (laughs) With that
2: head thing, it looks like if Mr. Roper was the Pope or something.
1: (laughs) 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 Or a bishop. Oh, That's funny. Oh, boy. All
2: right, back to panel one. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, Slabside Maximum Security Penitentiary in Antarctica. The slab hold planet Earth's worst criminals, plus a few who aren't from Earth, Encyclopedia Galactica. And you got a couple guards talking inside. I hear Supergirl caught these ETs a couple hundred miles inland. What? Were they here to steal penguins? Maybe their planet's running low on snowballs. <laughs> And we can see inside our three uh, mercenaries from the first two issues. We first have, of course, Amon Haq, homeworld Kundia, expert warrior, as he's banging on the uh, plexiglass or force whatever it is, you know, wall in front of them. I'm a citizen of the Kund Empire. I have a legal right to trial by combat. The what empire? I'd repeat it, but my wife hates that word. (laughs) (laughs) um, um, Yep. But then another guard shows up and says, help me escort these three outside pronto. And he opens the thing up to let them out. He's like, you're letting them go? No, they're being extradited. In accordance with the treaty of hand them over or be vaporized. As we see a big spaceship over the slab, all guns pointed at it. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a treaty I'm fine with. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and so they are released. And there's a whole bunch of Koons there waiting for him. on Hawk. I'm Voniman Creel, 41st Kun Strike Wing. The captain will see you now. And the others, I forget his name. The guy that we thought was dead apparently is not dead.
0: Uh, He got shot to the chest. Gatorix, Gatorix, Uh, Gatorade, something like that. Something with the G.
2: I don't remember his name. Gatorix. There it is. There you go. Yeah. He got shot through the chest, but it looks like they have some kind of, uh, I don't know, mechanical thing around him. So I guess he now just has a hole through his body?
0: I don't know. Could be. Yep.
2: Anyway, he's asking, he's like, I thought the Kund had order, standing orders to shoot you on sight. Remain silent until the captain addresses you. Captain CG, these are the bounty hunters you requested. There were supposed to be four, and where is their vessel? I do not know. But Amon tells him, Docs took it. He took tribulus, too. Then I hope for your sake you can track him down fast. Because I did not come all this way to bail three idiots out of jail. And the chair where the captain is sitting had been facing backwards and now spins around. And what looks like a ten-year-old like a girl is the captain. Uh-huh. You're the last known people to make contact with real docs. Find him, or my crew will use you for target practice. And worse, looks like a bored ten-year-old girl. Yeah. Better. But Amon's like, this is a joke, right? A couldn't ripper ship commanded by a child? And I'm supposed to surrender the rewards on docks to you? And just as it is, he looks like he's let, about to let out a blah-ha-ha, ha.
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: Squall, who was the alien telepath that looks kind of like, uh, tell us if you've been turned inside out.
1: Uh, yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> 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 Says, Amon, no, I sense her thoughts, and she is not... And then Squall gets killed because the kid raises her arm and all of a sudden just turns into, like, this really long, like, stabby thing and just goes right through him with a Mm -hmm. scrutch. And we get the little box saying CG, homeworld, Durla, shapeshifter. And that's, and Squall falls dead. And CG says, I don't like mind readers. (laughs) (laughs) As the big stabby thing just turns back into their hand. Amon you work for Vril Docs. You actually volunteered for Legion, which means you're stupid enough to resist me. But you, Gatorics aren't stupid at all, not with all that hard wire plugged into your brain. I know you're the only one who could control your pet tribulus, was it? Which means you implanted it with a governor chip, which means you can track it. And wherever tribulus is, that's where docs will be found. So, will you tell me the chip's frequency, or do I have to get ugly?
1: Hmm.
2: Actually, the panel kind of looks like she's getting ugly there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, looking yeah. very, very creepy. Looking very ring there. Ready to come out <laughs> of the TV. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then we switch over to Cairn, which, according to the Cairn Chamber of Commerce, the tourism is down 57% since Legion headquarters relocated to Malthus <laughs> And we have Docs, Wildstar, Strata, and Bounder. And Strata's, you know, debating with Docs, saying, let me get this straight. You don't know... Who stole Legion from you? But with me on your side, you're guaranteed to win it back. Uh, Docs replies, I've been given information, a template for the team I require, and you fit the profile strata. I can't be more specific. The data is written on my brain in a format I cannot verbalize. And we get boxes, little you know, little name box tags for everybody. Bounder, Homeworld Cairn, Armored Wrecking Ball. This is the evil genius you warned me about? Wildstar, Homeworld, Starhaven, interstellar tracking, flight, strength, energy projection. He talks to himself. Whole conversations. And Strata, Homeworld, Dryad, strength and vulnerability. Which is worse, Dox the Schemer or docks the Nut? Mm. We haven't always seen eye-to-eye Strata, but you and I founded Legion. We can't let some stranger corrupt everything it stands for. No, you did a fine job corrupting it yourself. Strata, please... I'm not asking for my own sake, but for all those worlds now under Legion's boot heel. I'm responsible for them. They entrusted their freedom to me, and now my legacy is 320 billion souls in chains? Help me free them, Strata. I need you. And you, Wildstar. And, you know, Strata takes a minute to think and says, and Bounder, you need Bounder too. <laughs> and apparently that worked, because they're all walking to the ship now, and Strata can't believe he actually said please. <laughs> know. probably the point where Stratus said, "Okay, I guess I'll, do, I guess, yeah,
0: <laughs> I guess we got to do this then." is <laughs> I got to see what
2: else happens. And now we go to maltus under new management, according to the Legion newsfeed. <laughs> and we hear someone talking. I know how you feel, but what you must understand is that this is not the end, but a new beginning. It frightened me at first when it happened. It frightened me when it happened in my world. I fought it with everything I had. And we go from out in space seeing all the satellites to closer in, and we see Staros, and not just Staros, but giant Staros all over everything, on top of buildings,
1: you know, Uh,
2: like the corn, getting in the glitter box, everywhere. Everywhere, you bet it. I simply did not realize the gift being bestowed upon my people, that they would never know war or famine or fear. And we even get down to the ground, and we see pretty much everyone there has a star, their own personal star on their face. (laughs) And now the people of Maltus have joined mine in communion with the mind of God, and so shall you. And that speaker monologuing is the Astrid, and she is talking to the Omega Men. And she shoots Mm -hmm. out some stars at them. And so we got Tigor saying Darkfire, who is the Tameranium one. So basically male starfire. And he's like, on it! As he blasts him with a whoosh. Brute, drop that pasty biznatch. And Brute's (laughs) there. Well, basically their version of block or strata. And Brute goes to punch, but apparently does not do anything but hurt Brute. I mean... She doesn't even, Ashla doesn't even flinch. She just stands there completely still. This is so unnecessary. Maltus already belongs to Starro. As she grabs Brute's hand the next with the next punchy taps. And I'm assuming she throws him because we see a big boom right through the wall. Oof. Oh, actually, I guess whatever she did to him, that wasn't him. That was Elu, the little electronic storm member of the Omega Men. Because they're all running out now, and Tigor says, thanks for the exit, Elu. We're not home free yet. Piles are the dropship. If we're lucky, we can. And they see that all the Sajaro people, Maltis have basically toppled the ship. It's like Philadelphia after, you know, the World Series or <laughs> Super Bowl or any event where they get involved, close to or involved in, regardless of win or lose. <laughs> Never mind the dropship, because that ship's done. And we head to uh, the Dominion home planet, Elo, or Elu. No, Elu was that guy. Ella, that's it. And we get some information about the Dominion. 12,000 cycles ago, the Dominators discovered intelligent life evolving on their moon, which they promptly obliterated. (laughs) And we can see around the planet, it looks like they have their own ring, like Saturn. It's just what's left of their moon, I guess. Now, falling stars rain every night upon their homeworld. The meteoric remains of their sister race they strangled in the cradle, according to the Encyclopedia Galactica. Because the Dominion sucks, doesn't matter what year it is. Yeah, exactly. And we see inside, I guess it's their capital, because someone's speaking and saying, My Emperor, I must report a most alarming development. While checking for incursions in the Xylon Expanse, we discovered a space sub, subspace rift. Oh, wait, it's Dominion, sorry. Subspace rift. It was not there five dawns ago. And this is the fleet admiral of the Xylon Expanse, Homeworld Dominion, Cast Commander. He's got a big old disc on his head, and he also has a bunch of scars, and he's missing an eye. And he's in, like, some big battle suit, which makes his head look really tiny. Yeah. (laughs) Kind of like uh, Mark Ruffalo in Avengers uh, Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yes. Sensors indicated it is a stable wormhole Leading to another galaxy It does not appear to be a natural phenomenon And the Emperor Which is always really They always make the Dominion Emperors Really super creepy I mean they have giant giant teeth And like he does And there's a lot of drool Because I don't think he has lips Yes (laughs) And literally his entire face is red Because it's just that one giant dot they have
3: Yeah Huge disc yeah
2: this is only, that is only a parsec away. Which of our former allies could be responsible for such a thing? And the other commanders are chiming in Emperor. not all of us are in agreement with our cast, brother. the couldn't lack the science to affect such a wormhole. It is too obvious for D- Durlins, too subtle for the Okarans and completely different from the biological warp gates made by certain guildish bands. Do you mean this Admiral does not speak for the warrior caste? Emperor, I believe whoever is causing trouble on Maltus Maltus arrived through the wormhole, and that worse is yet to come. Then you can tell me who sees Legion? Not yet. And it's like every recon probe I sent to Maltus is blocked by their. The Dominion needs facts, Admiral. Bring me hard evidence or relinquish your post. Whoever bested Vril docks is a mortal threat to us. So we're getting more players involved in this.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: back to uh, Maltus. We got the Omega Men basically trying to fight their way through the crowd. This is hopeless. We don't even know where we're going. But Tiger's like, Everywhere, anywhere is better than here. And while Darkfire has one or two people in headlocks, he's like looking up and going, what in Zal's name is that? That's the big one, Darkfire, the real Starro. And we see that's the giant Starro and little starfish are shooting out of him. The little ones are like spores. It sheds them like skin cells. Whoever they stick to ends up a Star Wars puppet. And you know, they're all fighting. You lose zapping people. That'll include us if we don't find cover fast. And they run into a building that looks empty and they shut the door. And as they shut the door, you see a whole bunch of little stars just splat on the door. Mm-hmm. We okay? Everybody make it? And whichever one's their doctor guy is like, tell me, I don't want those things stuck to me. Where are we? And they realize they're at the Daily Malthusian. And they say, Brute says, it's a media company, the Malthusian. They do system-wide broadcasts. And Tygo realized, then we can send a distress call. And now we're back on Dox's ship. And while Wildstar is flying out ahead, Strata is asking, I got to know Docs. How'd you find me? Actually, Wildstar... Found you. Her tracking abilities defy any rational explanations. And he's holding a little piece of rock. See this specimen? It's a crystal that chipped off your body during your active duty days. Wildstar used it to acquire your scent, which he followed all the way from Starhaven. Although, as Bounder points out, but she doesn't even have a nose. <laughs> Shroud, however, has a different thing that she's focusing on. You kept a piece of me? This bothers you? What if I saved your toenail clippings?
1: <laughs>
2: well, there's a difference. I mean, Stratus understands there's a difference. Doc says head of Legion is wealthy. He's eccentric. If Strata does that, since Strata's not wealthy, Strata's crazy. That's
0: yeah, how it works. <laughs> totally. If
2: you're poor, you're crazy. If you're rich, you're eccentric.
0: <laughs>
2: I the rules just how it goes. Oh, I guess that means Dox is back to being crazy now.
1: <laughs>
2: anyway, this debate is ended because there's a uh, wild wildfire reports in. Sorry, Wildstar, Dox. This is Wildstar. Can you hear me? Yes. We're coming up on Maltus. I don't sense any vessels ahead, but there are plenty in orbit. This ship is, inv- and he tells her this ship is invisible to their instruments. Get back inside. I'll monitor their com channels and see if we can. He clicks it on, and he gets the distress call from the Omega Men. Scark, need immediate evac. Situation here is deteriorating fast. It's a star infestation, and it's gone global. Anyone getting this, lock on my coordinates and airlift or transmitters out before these freaks break in. And it's like a zombie movie, as you can see on the camera, all the star people just kind of banging against the door. Please, anyone, you gotta... As Docs turns it off. Because that's the best way to make that annoying noise stop. Just turn it off. <laughs>
3: yeah, <laughs> that's right.
2: <clears throat> Although apparently Strata and Bounder are not, are not happy with that. What are you doing? Those people need help. Docs has no time for this. Maltus is already gone, Strata. Going down there now would be suicide. And not going is murder. And while, while, uh, while Star shows up, Docs, what are they talking about? There are people down there begging for their lives. They're as good as dead. They just don't know it. The only one of us who would stand any chance down there is Wildstar. But I need her, too. And then suddenly there's another ship that pops out of cloaking or whatever right above them. And all of a sudden they go to red alert because all the coloring is red. And we hear a vreep vreep. What now? Brill Docs? This is Agent CG of the Dur- Durland Security Cohort. Stand by to be boarded. Mm-hmm. As something grabs on their ship. And down in Malthus, the uh, star of people have finally broken through. With Big and they break through the glass. And Tiger realizes, the jig is up, Omega Man. Let's go down fighting. And they are all back to back and they're all fighting and shooting. Don't let them take you alive, my friends. Better to die free as they get teleported out. Just in time. Just in the neck. Mm-hmm. And lower your weapon. They're on a ship. Lower your weapons, Omega Men. We intend no harm. And the Omega Men do not look very happy with their rescuers. As Tigor says, Yeah, right. Afraid I stopped trusting scions the last time one of you strapped me to a dissection table. And that's who's rescued them the scions. Homeworld Maltus. Super scientists who look like little lizard people. <sighs> and some of them don't look like they should be scientists. I think one of them must no. be the of the group. <laughs> <laughs> Or Igor, one of the two.
3: <laughs>
2: I do like the fact that one has like a giant monocle on.
3: I love that you've brought it right back to Mel Brooks. Of course. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but Anyway, they're back to the Mega Man. Is that why you transmitted us? Another damned experiments? No. What the hell is that word? Uh... Shangri-lion?
3: Shangri-linian.
2: Shangri-linian. Okay, so no Shangri-linian, which I guess is Tiger's race. Mm,
1: the scientists yes. like,
2: we brought you here because we need you to stop them. And they point to a screen, which is a double-page spread coming up afterwards. You can tell they just statted that screen because you could see, you know, that image to be the screen because you could see the line from the paper in the middle right on their screen.
3: Yes. <laughs>
1: you can see the crease it's great i love that
2: yeah that's and we hilarious. go to space rift probably the one the the dominions were talking about and it says according to encyclopedia galactica subspace rift one of five nodes sta- one of five known static modes of interstellar travel cross-reference stargate transmatter jump gate fold space and magic and we also got a little thing that says the xylon expanse an area of interstellar space near the Dominion homeworld, routine traffic forbidden due to frequent cosmic storms. The Expanse is regarded in Dominion folklore as the place where the science cast buried the old gods. Military deployment to this subsector is considered a form of punishment. According to Zontar's Celestial travel Guide, and can we see can coming out of there is a bunch of ships with stars all drawn on them and a bunch of, apparently it must be super beings because they are flying through space on their own, all with some kind of star on their face or body or something. So, and also a bunch of big staros. So we can assume everyone is screwed.
3: Well and truly. <laughs>
2: and the Mega Men are just kind of staring at that screen going, uh, who are they? <laughs> and the, the the science film, You face one of the mamaltes. You lack the power to stop her, and yet she was just the first of thousands from beyond, which is probably what their last words, as well as the title of the issue. Yeah. Bedard, writer; Claude Strait, Saint Alban, penciler; Scott Hanna, inker; Jose Villarupa, colorist; Ed Benes and Rob Hunter, cover; Swans, letterer; Rex Ogle, assistant editor, and Brian Cunningham, editor. And that's it.
0: Wow. That
3: is it. That was cool. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this this was a good book. <laughs> yeah. You know, great definitely art, solid tie-in. story.
2: Oh, yeah. And definitely trying to tie in a lot of the DC space stuff in.
3: Yeah. Which was always kind of messy. And um so it was nice to see sort of having it brought together in some way that that, that told you that, hey, you know, it all happened.
2: And also makes sense. I mean, Annihilation had come
3: out from Marvel just like a year or two before. Totally.
2: Which and is they, yeah, similar.
3: You're absolutely right. Like they were they were redefining their cosmic universe. And um and really, you know, like like hey, you know, we've had a lot of stuff. This has been a uh, big part of our history and uh and so we're going to redefine it for for the you know the modern context so that we can tell stories in in that uh in that place and they did a fantastic job of it like that's that's what annihilation did and it and uh they put put together a bunch of amazing uh stories to frame it and um and and that's what dc needed was was some way to bring that and and you know Legion had done that to a certain degree because it would sometimes touch on those those various characters that were out there um but uh but yeah this is uh you know th- a- again it's it it's benard saying like yeah we, we, you know someone should play in the sandbox mm-hmm. maybe yep. me i'm here <laughs>
2: Yeah, and he, I think he, I, from what I remember, he did a pretty damn good job.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Plus, yep. you, know,
2: plus the ch- you know, making Starro dangerous again, which. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, I think the last time he probably, Starro probably was used was during the early Morrison JLA. Yes. Which was also a good story.
0: Yeah. Good stuff. Mm hmm, mm hmm. Alrighty, that is it for this month, then, this week, this month. You this worry. month's whatever is it for this week. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs>
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. Folks, you should tell us what you think of uh, of this series, and you can tell us about that at Leisure Substitute podcasters at gmail.com you can uh talk about it uh well in a variety of the places you know there's the 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 facebook's substitute uh where you can start like a thread about it there and uh you can head over to our website and um leave a comment on on this episode and say i really liked this issue because of that robot sorry that robot um <laughs> and um and the various, uh, um, you know, Omega Man, etc., et al, as it as it were. Sorry, Al, not not what? just you. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, I'm paying attention. Yeah, wait. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Shiny. Me. Um, <laughs> anyway, so tell us about all those things, folks. We would love to hear about them.
0: And in the meantime, we will see you next week uh right here <laughs> we will catch you all L A T E R B
2: Y E B Y E O D P O C L <laughs> V E J V P O K O J I
3: He's got us <his> beat again. <laughs> totally. Totally. totally.